name of the Lord one more time as we thank him for another opportunity for us to connect in faith, family, and finances. Day 19, and this is an amazing day for all of us who would accept the challenge. When you get a chance, read Mark chapter 10, because here's what it says about this rich young ruler. I think will bless all of us. Verse 17 says, as he went out into the street, a man came running up, greeting him with great reverence, and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to get eternal life? Jesus said, Why are you calling me good? No one is good, only God. You know the commandments. Don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Honor your father and your mother. He said, Teacher, I have from my youth kept all of that. Jesus looked him hard in the eye and loved him. He said, there is one thing left. Go sell whatever you own and give it to the poor. All your wealth will then be heavenly wealth and come and follow me. The man's face clouded over. This was the last thing he expected to hear. And he walked off with a heavy heart. He was holding on tight to a lot of things and not about to let them go. He was holding on tight to a lot of things and not about to let them go. I want to encourage you today to understand the need to get your financial house in order. Is your financial house in order? Let's be honest, because many of us are trying to be so spiritual with everything else but our finances. You know the scripture. You can recite the Beatitudes. You know how to act in church. You know when to shout, when to say amen. You're very good at what you do, but you're struggling with your financial situation. The problem was he had possessions that had taken hold of him. His identity was tied up in his money, things, and possessions. And his identity was tied up in things that did not honor God that would never satisfy that big hole that was in his heart. He was tied up in the temporary things of life, but he was missing nothing that this world has to offer can quench the thirst that you and I have for the Lord. There's always something missing in your life when you're not connected properly with God. And you can try to hide and mask it through a whole lot of things, but until you get your soul right with the Lord, until you get your heart right with the Lord, you'll always feel empty. You'll never have enough. And that's why you got to make sure you have your financial house in order. Because so many times, we hide behind the need for financial gain. We hide behind the need of being prosperous financially. Only to discover, even when God blesses you with financial abundance, all we do is find more ways to get in debt. All we do is collect some more items, still not understand something is still missing. I'll tell you what's missing. It's a real identity in Christ. Because the rich young ruler, he knew all of the rules. He knew the rituals. He knew the routines. He knew all of the commandments. He knew what he was supposed to do physically, but he was missing what he was supposed to do spiritually and emotionally. He was an emotional wreck because... All that he had was tied up in his identity connected to his money. 
When your bank account becomes your identity, you have a problem. And then when where you work or what tax bracket you find yourself in is what you brag on, what you can buy and where you live and what you wear and what you can drive, if that becomes your source of identity, I'm trying to tell you your problem is your things have you. Your blessings are now your master. You have made your blessings your God. And the scripture says that Jesus loved this man who showed up spiritually bankrupt. He was rich, but he was spiritually bankrupt. And because he was spiritually bankrupt, notice the text says Jesus loved him first. And after loving on him, then Jesus said to him, go get rid of all of this stuff that's been holding you back from getting connected with me. Go let some of that emotional baggage go. Go let some of the things of yesterday go. Go get rid of that debt. He was literally saying to him that all of the stuff that you accumulated through your financial situation, that's the stuff that's been in your way. Family, until we get our financial house in order, we're going to always have excuses for why we are not properly aligned with the Lord. And it's nothing wrong with having money. The problem is when your money has you. You see, you got to understand the scripture says the love of money is the root to all evil. It never said money was evil. It's the love of money. And so you and I must make sure we do everything in our power to get our financial house in order. You should already have your budget. You should already be in discussion with those that are under your roof, your loved ones, your spouse, that everybody will be able to see the budget we have in place that everybody will understand what we're trying to accomplish financially. You should have your budget in place. And not only should you have your budget in place, you should be working on the plan to get rid of all of this debt. Because so many of us don't serve God because we're serving debt. Did you hear me? That's why you work more hours. That's why you work overtime. That's why you work extra jobs. That's why you have to work on the weekend. And by the time it comes to God, you're worn out and you're tired. And the text says, all Jesus said to this young boy to do, go get rid of that stuff. Give some to the poor. And come on, follow me. But the Bible says he left heavy-hearted. He left rejected. Can I tell you why? His finances were being challenged. And when his finances got challenged, he was literally being challenged with his identity. He had made his life dependent on his bank account. Hey, family, I'm talking to you today. Is your financial house in order? Because the rich young ruler will tell you, you can have a pocket full of money, a bank account full, and still be bankrupt, still be empty, still have insufficient funds. With money in the bank. Can I tell you why? Because nothing will replace the need for a real relationship with the Lord. And I need you to hear me today. Your finances ought to display to the world your relationship with God. But let's be honest, that's going to take some work. That's going to take some adjustments. That's going to take a real effort, not just on one individual, 
but on a collection of individuals because we are family. And our families must learn to be better stewards of our finances. I'm saying to you, on day 19, I challenge you to make the effort to get your finances in order and to make sure everyone in your household understands the family goals we have surrounding our finances. Here's what we're trying to do. Get out of debt. Here's what we're trying to do. Serve God with every aspect of our lives. That means our finances too. But in order to do it, we have to get our financial house in order. The rich young ruler left disappointed because he valued his money, his earthly treasures, more than he valued his relationship with the Lord. And when you put anything before God, you're simply out of order. It's day 19, and all we want to do is make sure we're working, striving to have our financial house in order. We'll talk soon. Be blessed.